guys, this is a serious episode, but also kind of clickbaity because I'm not saying I'm a failure, but I tried getting off my antidepressant and it did not work. And sometimes that's just life. Was that more recently-ish? Yes. Okay, because I remember when you were doing that, but I actually don't know how what happened. So we're going to talk about... Uh, maybe this is too personal, but I was wondering, when did you go back on it? Uh, about three weeks ago. Yeah, I can tell. Really? Yeah. What? Tell me, what do you mean? Bro, I'm... I'm worried about you, man. I saw you having some meltdowns just in the past, like, over the summer. Really? Like, I mean, I know you're in lots of stressful situations, you know, but, like, I don't know. Wait, define a meltdown because I feel like I'm not, like, a temper tantrum meltdown. Like, like your anxiety almost and your, like, being sad and your mood swings just seem to be a bit more dramatic. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. That's how you, that would be good. Because this summer I was doing that caregiving, a lot of caregiving time, and... I just felt drained and chaotic going from one thing to the another, oh, plus other things. That one time, you remember the one time when I came over that day and like, yeah. The power went out and we couldn't get Nana's chair down. I mean, there were some fun moments of that day, but like, yeah, I know that, yeah. I felt, That's okay. interesting that you'd notice that. What, do I f- seem better now? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Look, guys, this is very vulnerable and open, but that's sweet. And I'm happy to see you happier because I love you. Just, just like. I mean, inwardly, I don't know if it's entirely taken hold yet because I've definitely not felt on top of it too much lately, but it, it was time to just try it again. Um, I don't know, but, um, I love you. And, that's not to say that in the future, maybe you won't want to try like doing something different again and going off it again or doing a smaller dose again but like i don't know just where you are right now it just it seems to be better yeah. Yeah. aww yeah. my goodness that's sweet that's not what i had all planned that's that's gonna be part of our conversation today and because a lot of people like really feel the feels in college and i had a lot of this in college too even though i'm not in college right now that's why we're talking about it still related to college also makes me wonder if I should be on antidepressants because I have a lot of meltdowns. Oh we'll talk about that. I'm not saying we're going to analyze we you. Yeah, I'm not going to analyze. <laughs> she was about to say, yeah, Liz, you really yeah, do. Liz, you really do. This is actually an intervention. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm just. I'm an emotional guy. <laughs> I've always been an emotional guy. Okay, so I wasn't doing this to say we'll talk about you specifically unless if you want to bring stuff up but i was just saying in general we're going to talk about like ideologies behind this and everything so it's kind of a different type of episode i wonder what people will think um you all ready to get into it i'm not actually a guy I, I know. We know. okay <laughs> we know it's just when you call each other bro they're like hey guys bro yes dude my dudes my bro okay we need to get into it <laughs> Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, 
Do you want to find scholarships and avoid student loans? You find yourself Googling easy scholarships and how to pay for college. Do you feel overwhelmed with life in general that you can't even think about paying for next semester? Hey, I'm Kara, and in college, I too was worried if I was good at money. I couldn't find scholarships that worked specifically for me, and I didn't know how to get started while juggling homework and all the things. But that changed through prayer and God's direction. I tested out of classes, learned to budget, and found those perfect scholarships and even had $10,000 left over in the bank after graduation. At BTW, my parents weren't able to help me financially either. If you're ready to find scholarships specific to you, manage your money well, and just stop being broke, then grab your cold brew and TI-89 because class is now in session. And before we get into the rest of it, I want to invite everyone listening to come join our Facebook group. It's called the Christian College Girl Community, where I post random memes, sometimes totally relatable to uh, the stress of college. Also post questions, polls um, about the episodes, and obviously space that you guys can post comments and questions. And I respond back to y'all if you just have a question for me. Hit us up over there on Facebook, Christian College Girl Community. I know Facebook's not entirely like the coolest thing ever nowadays, but it's how you have a group. Like TikTok, you're not going to have like a group to like talk and support one another. So guys, anything else to pitch my Facebook group? I don't have Facebook, but I say... Go <laughs> that was the most terrible thing to pitch my Facebook group. Your Facebook group makes me almost think about wanting to have facebook oh yeah that's true so we can be part of your group i'm like oh dang that would be nice yeah but like i don't have facebook uh-huh. mm-hmm. but that would be nice yeah would be nice for both of us mm-hmm. <laughs> but see you could just ask text me so like you know me oh, not that i know all the no. answers but i mean no we yeah. want to be in the group the group sounds that sounds fun you know you guys have instagram so you have it's it's the same company, so you do have a, technically have a f- account with them. You just don't get on it, and it, you don't really have like it visual to like anybody, unless if you like go on Facebook and like actually make it a thing. That's what Bradley told me. He wanted me to make a a group chat with oh, the band. One time, one time when I was a small child, not really that small, we were playing The Sims. And we wanted to connect our Sims to, like, our friends and our grandma's Sims. And we all had to get Facebooks so we could do that and we could visit each other's towns. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I have some fake Facebook account out there in the world. Under, under Join. Is it Tater Tots and Chocolate? No, I think it's, it's like, um, some, it's some weird old lady No, name. no, it's, um, it's, um. I'm Grace Montague. Yeah. And you are, oh, like. Audrey. Audrey, Audrey Montague, because we were Grace Kelly and Audrey Hepburn. That's so cute. So if, if you guys ever join the Facebook group and find those names, you know who they are. <laughs> Capulets, the Capulets of the Montagues. Yeah. All right, guys, you guys are being too happy now. Depression. <laughs> I'm so sad. Um, so Hamlet. No, we're talking about Shakespeare, Montague's. We need sadness. Oh, Hamlet. So Romeo and Juliet. Hamlet. Romeo and Juliet are sad. The, um, the really Taming of the Shrew. I love the Taming of the Shrew. I don't even know if it's sad. why she loves the Taming of the, the Shrew. The Taming of the because Shrew. Because she is the Shrew. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Wait, actually, the shrew is not no, that bad. She was pretty lit. She's cool. She's a cool gal. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> ever since I was a child, we're totally switching. Go join the Facebook group, Christian College Girl Community. Also, the link is in the description below. Have at it. When I was a child... All the way up to probably every year of my life, I have ebbed and flowed in anxiety. But, like, not saying it, like, destroyed my life. You know, like, we all have our vices and virtues. And not that, like, anxiety is a vice, but, like, we all have our ups and downs is what I mean. Or, like, stuff that, like, bugs us again periodically. Or, like, like, like I, I mean, sometimes I get nervous, but I don't have, like really really straight up stage fright or like public speaking fears but like some people can never do that so like there's ebbs and flows you know it mm-hmm. just what you go through yeah. but even to like some ocd-ness oh. like not officially diagnosed but like when i was a kid just like you you touch the light switch with one hand i needed to touch it with the other hand oh. and just other weird oh. stuff my bro i have a very serious case of undiagnosed ocd yeah. The insanity. Oh my gosh. I had to wash my hands like 10 times in order for them to be clean. I still kind of do that to this day. Like if I touch something that like somebody who like freaks me out, even though they might not be dirty, like, like if like somebody who like, if like I have a customer who's like mean to me, it's like, I want to go wash my hands, even though they're not necessarily like, it's like weird, irrational thought. And then I'm shh. Okay. And then I'm just like, wait, that's completely irrational. Stop thinking that way. It's like, it's goofy thinking, you know? I don't know. It's weird. No, but, but it's related. You're relating. And I appreciate that. I, I was just going to say mine was, we are related. So maybe that's why it was the same. But mine was the same because I would like, you know, I tried to clean things, but it was only emotions. It was all emotional. So if you were mean, I'd you know, I'd wash my hand or my arm or whatever possession of mine, my clothing through the laundry, you know, just really irrational. But and I knew it wasn't about like germs or dirt, but I still had to do it because it was the only thing that could fix it. Because if you knew that it wasn't that, you know, you can't fix someone being mean to you. You can fix someone being gross, though. You can just wash your hands. <laughs> exactly. And that ties into, like, what level of control we have. And not that we're, like, utter control freaks, but just, like, how you process things. Well, sometimes we feel control freak. Or, like, like when I would have different anxiety, sometimes I didn't even know what it would be. It would just be, like, some, like, twitches or something. I don't... And I don't mean, like, constantly. or But I don't know. It, or... Um, it would be just like a physical reaction or just anxiety and like not being like planned or prepared and like what if this could happen and y'all will probably know when we go hiking in a week how prepared I try to bring all this stuff I think now I try to have a balance of it where it's just like at least I'm ready for contingencies and like but still there's there's an anxiety with it and for me that took that carried through college too Um, I don't know about you guys were you gonna say something did I stop you Okay, so that took me into the overconscientiousness, only child. If I'm not ahead on homework, I feel behind. And not that I always had to get all constant A's. I eventually learned how to mellow out and like your mental health is better than and you're like doing, you know, good grades. But, you know, you don't have to be like fanatical. But still, it would just stress me out even like do I even feel free to like go to this fun thing on Saturday night because I'm not ahead on this? Because what if I get sick next week and then I get behind on that? You know, like there were just worries. I was, I definitely have been 
a little bit more of a fear-based personality or like worrier and yeah are you saying yes because you know that of me or that's you no i mean i'm a fear-based person as well i have not much of a worrier though see that's an interesting balance but i i got you um the same thing where if i'm not ahead then i'm behind and i just look at myself negatively not on purpose but like if like i'm like i'm not doing good financially or i'm not doing good emotionally or i'm just not doing good in this aspect i'm not doing enough of this 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 even though i may actually be but it's not enough for my ridiculously high standards of myself and myself alone and everyone else is fine but i'm doing terrible even though i'm not you know and that's where taking that balance because like my parents would would always say like they weren't hard on me with like my grades because they knew i was harder on myself and that was just me i mean they would want to like you know, help or, like, have a good standard of, like, do your chores and be nice and whatever. But, you know, I just... And I understand everyone listening, this might not be the type of anxiety you all have, but I think we all have it a little different and it can still kind of relate. Yeah. Um, Side note. Alyssa, you haven't gotten this cold yet. Does that mean you're going to get it in time for Saturday? (laughs) That's why I'm hanging out with you guys now. So that, like, we have, like, a whole week, so I'll probably come down with it by Tuesday, and then I'll be better by Thursday, because I get over things in, like, a day. Okay. She's impressive. And that's another thing, because, like, I didn't have, like, remember when we went to the women's retreat? My anxiety, or either anxiety, or there's a, there's a line, because it's also just being wise, mm-hmm. to a point, was, like, bringing some extra stuff for, like, health, like, if, if there's room in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's room... I fit the stuff in that's prepared. But I would have never thought to bring Lysol to clean the beds off. And, like, Alyssa's in the, like, cleaning things. And that's totally opposite of me. We are germaphobes. We were raised. But, okay, so we were, like, in our preteens while our mom was going through menopause. And she has OCD, too. So, and she's going through menopause. No, her hormones were crazy. And she was crazy for, like, five years in a good way. But she cleaned everything. So, no, no, but it traumatized me. So now I know that there are germs everywhere. And I know that those cabins get mice in them. Okay. And the mice, the mice crawl around on the beds. Okay. And those beds can be wiped down because they're like plastic, those mattresses. So like, why not wipe them? It's totally wise. Like now that you did that, I might do that in the future. I just didn't have the natural concern of it. It's just a different, you know. You know, so you probably wouldn't die if you weird. slept on a mouse poop mattress, but like, if like, why why would you want to? That's you know, true. you know, you know. So that that's some anxiety experience, and then I, I used to think, wow, this is just feels terrible. I I now I'm not trying to choose between two bad things, but I don't know about y'all. My mind goes 100 miles an hour sometimes. I would think through this. I'd be like. You know, I feel like I'd rather just, like, be depressed than be on edge anxious all the time. Like, I wasn't trying to say, let me be depressed. But, you know, just, but, but it's, you don't know until you know. There was a season that I got pretty depressed when I had COVID. And when I say had COVID, I mean, like, for two weeks, I could barely walk. Like, I was so weak laying in bed i did watch all of stranger things so that was fun but (laughs) but like it was just i was so all you can say is down that i didn't i I almost didn't even have the energy to be anxious about stuff 
if that makes any sense. So, like, that was good, but it was terrible. And I was like, no, okay, I don't want depression either. Thank you very much. Like, it was just hard. I don't know. Have you, you do not have to share too much personal as if you want to, but have, have you felt a little bit related to what I'm, or seen in other people, maybe, if you don't want to say. I have the opposite opinion on this. Okay, I have the same as Kara. You go first. I would rather be anxious than depressed. Then again, maybe I don't deal with anxiety. I feel like you two are both a little more anxious than me. I think I also can be a bit of an anxious person being all OCD and whatnot. But like depression for me, horrible. I never want to experience that again. I've been depressed before and it's like a dark hole of sadness and nothingness and I don't like it. So, you know, what? I don't really... No, it's okay. Ever since becoming closer to God, actually, I feel like I don't really slip into that. Not saying that I'm better than you guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't think I deal with depression as much as you guys. I don't know what my mental health issues are. They're just different from you guys, probably. Yeah, because we're all different and stuff. You don't have to apologize for anything you're telling how you experience it. I just, we're talking. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I don't know. Are you... I'd rather be anxious is all I'm saying. Oh, also, here's the thing is I would say that I choose my depression over my anxiety, but my depression and anxiety may be different than someone else's. True. Also, yep. though, I was told one time that like, oh, anxiety. Uh. But if it ever turns into depression, Liz, then we're going to have a problem. And, you know, you better take care of that because oh. that's a problem. But anxiety, oh, whatever. Whereas, like, that's sad. I, okay, don't get me wrong. Like, it was bad, but I did have a little bit. But also, I don't know if it was really a big deal. Like, I kind of was a bout of depression-ishness, and it kind of came and went, and then came and went, and whatever. But, like, anxiety? <laughs> Since I was a baby, every single day of my life, I'm okay now. But, like, I probably, I don't know, can't, like, talk about it without crying. It's just... It was my personality. It is some. It's kind of not anymore. I'm okay now, but depression's nothing. <laughs> but that's the thing: is it's my depression versus my anxiety, whereas someone else may have the opposite. Like I would have rather experienced it, it before that whole COVID situation. I would have rather experienced my understanding of depression over my anxiety because probably my anxiety was so high versus depression but now i mean anybody listening we're not saying you want to have any of it no. you know <laughs> yeah no guys depression is horrible definitely choosing that <laughs> we don't have buttons there's gonna be a poll at the I end i think you guys are so interesting in the fact that you would choose anxiety over depression no no i choose my anxiety and perhaps now i have no idea i'm not dissing your depression but perhaps you haven't experienced the level of anxiety we have or maybe you have and you just have your experience either way that's the thing is i'm, I'm saying if in my anxiety was worse than my depression but yours could be the opposite or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I remember when I um we don't have to talk about that. We'll talk about now sometimes if you're like, oh I have this but I don't have this. Sometimes I mean sometimes it goes hand in hand. Like you might like I remember like my my one relative, I'll just say relative, she didn't think she was depressed, but she was so angry. And it turned out with some therapy help and also antidepressant really helped that. And I'm not saying we go straight to meds, but I'm saying there can be something related to that. Or even just like sometimes those commercials on like, I'm not really sad, but I'm bored. I have no interest in what is in with life. What I'm saying, again, is you don't have to go straight to meds, but taken into account and, and check into it. So when I really needed to get on it, I 
I was just like a couple times where I remember it's just over. I'm so over conscientious on stuff too and want to be prepared and whatever and worried sometimes. I don't want to be worried, but I worry sometimes that it was like it was hard to make decisions. Even what do I put my time to? What's the right decision? It's just, am I doing the right thing? Should I be doing this? It just, there was such questions, anxiety. I remember at one point just breaking down crying and just like shaking and like standing there and be like, I don't feel like I can take a step this way and do this thing or this way and this thing because I'm so stressed on if it's the right thing. And I remember right then and there, I was like, I just want to go to therapy. (laughs) And my parents were like, okay, like that's good. That's fine. But I don't know if y'all have felt this, but for the longest time, I would get kind of bad, but it wasn't so terrible that it like stopped my life. So it was like, oh, I'm not that bad. So it's like, so it's like, you're like, eh, but like, you're like, nah, not too much. So it's like, ah, oh, maybe I could go to therapy, but like, eh, I'm probably, then I'm fine for a while. And I don't, it's almost like I had to have the point of like feeling just terrible. I'm not saying I had to, and like you out there have to, but I almost had to have that point to be like, okay. I do need to get some help. And in my opinion, in my understanding, meds work if someone needs medication. It's literally synapses in your brain not firing all correctly if you don't have enough serotonin and dopamine or whichever one it is. You're not producing the correct amounts of the the levels that you need, and they can balance it out. Exactly. The chemicals. And thank you for your anatomy and phys and also psychology. Like, it's literally a physical thing. And, can like, would you, would you, kind of rhetorical question, but I'm asking you, like, if somebody had diabetes and needed insulin, it's something that like from the outside that they're putting in like would you tell them no that's medication or whatever you don't need insulin yeah no definitely give the person their insulin now i understand that's like could be straight that could be straight up life and death and this might not be straight up life and death but eventually if someone's depressed like if someone gets suicidal like that can be up to life and death so medication some people need it because it's literally a physical happening with the synapses in firing and the neurotransmitters in their brain so like don't just not you guys but like anyone listening don't just straight up bash medication but i will say i didn't want it to be the only thing that i felt like if i made it the only thing i was relying on it but if i made it as a help then i could see so i also went to therapy and i also noted if i get better sleep I feel better. So I sometimes I wouldn't always know, am I depressed and anxious because I'm tired? Or am I tired because I'm depressed and anxious? <laughs> and I wouldn't always know. So one of the things... It's a vicious cycle and they just feed off of each other. Exactly. And it's uh-huh. both so, so, quali- quality of life. Sometimes it's okay to take medication because quality of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. So in my, what, what worked for me, and I talked with wise counsel and I prayed about it, it was therapy... And also talking to my doctor and taking care of my sleep situation because I'd have some terrible insomnia at various times. And getting that all situated and eventually going through that and being like, okay, I, after all of this, it's really helpful. It's good. But I still think I would need, I'd like to try some medication. And so like, it was like, whoever's out there listening, you do what you need to do and talk to your doctor and everything. Also do talk to your doctor because like it could mess with something else that you're taking or whatever you need to talk through it but like for me if it's a 
tool in my tool belt or an arrow in my quiver of one of the options. I'm not relying on it as the only thing, but sometimes I've needed it. Were you going to say something? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I tried to get off it about six months ago. Well, actually, I just went lower on it. Um, and ups and downs. Okay for a while. Hard with this extra caregiving. I was working crazy hours and, like, getting up in the night with her and, like, then I was, like, all messed up. But an interesting new thing developed, which is irritating. Do you guys ever have in, like, any feels of, like, OCD or anxiety or depression that, like, a new thing comes up or is it always the same? Yep. No, I've been dealing with some new ones recently. It's, like... Oh, no, I don't want to talk about You don't have to talk about yourself. I just was asking in general. Strange ones, like, okay. You only say if you want to. You don't have to tell. Maybe I shouldn't, but this one's funny. Okay. So, like... Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay, so, like... Like, I've been really sad about how the fact that I feel like I'll never fall in love or find love, you know? I get kind of, like, sad and, like, um, what's the, um... Discouraged? I don't know if it's discouraged so much as I'm like, oh, this is it. It's ne- I'm never going to find love type thing. So, like, now, like, <laughs> when I... Hobby Lobby, where I work, there's, like, no young dudes ever. And, like, if there is, ever is, like, a young dude who looks like he's, like, around my age and comes to my register, which is a very rare occasion, I start to, like, I feel like I blush so much more than I used to. I'm like, oh, no, what if we fall in love and get married? And then I'm like, Alyssa, that's a terrible thought. Don't think that. And well, like, fall in love and get married is not but terrible. Like, but if you're trying like, to, like, plan ahead. I'm anxious, like, anxious, like, trying not to think about it. Yeah. And then I'm like, now it's, like, turned into, like, a fear thing. Like, if I see, because I'm like, oh, no, if I see, like, a young dude <laughs> my line, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to start to get all anxious again. Oh, no, I'm, I'm now developing a fear of them. Oh, no. <laughs> and we found that Alyssa's uh, anxiety has turned into a fear of... Adorable, attractive Jacob Blacks. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, that's exactly my. And we laugh, but it's a legitimate fear when our weird minds do these circles of chaos. It's just it's chaotic, and I'm like, well, you know what? Like, I'm not even necessarily attracted to that guy or whatever, but like, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty much every young dude I've developed a fear of them. I literally, there was one time I was a little bit like, okay, I got to make sure my hands aren't shaking. <laughs> That's so cute. It's embarrassing. That's so cute. It's embarrassing. I'm sorry, babe. That's okay. That's it's frustrating. I'm, I'm just like, I'm going to try and like not do that. Oh, <laughs> we'll walk you through that. Except then, yeah. Okay, sometimes though, honestly, when I was on register, because I used to work there too, like... When it's, like, even somebody who's, like, your peer, you're more nervous Mm -hmm. around them than, like, an older person or... Oh, yeah. If I get our pastor in 
my line or you know or like someone else i know i'm like oh, automatically more nervous because i'm like okay i don't want to mess up my job or, but i want to make sure that i'm having a nice social interaction with this person who i'm kind of who I, I know so we're talking about social anxiety now because that is a real thing that a that's, lot of people deal with from the the fear of young attractive men. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no i get it because like at at work sometimes like talk to the like cute old ladies and, and they're great or like older guys and they like joke with you not like flirt but just like yeah, you're working oh, yeah. hard or hardly working. Foyam, oh, yeah. fear of young, attractive men. Foyam, oh, yeah. foyam, But like, if it's someone like close to your age or cute, like, do you also ever kind of de- try to discreetly look if they have a wedding wedding ring on? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh. If I can even look at them, I don't, I don't think I was ever observant enough. Ob- oh, observant enough to see that kind of thing i don't know that works that's okay it's just funny so i brought that up because you know a little bit of uh Alyssa, well both of you but you saw it of my like new thing this year that like i was like what is my anxiety doing it's been around food yeah. and it's weird because i was like my goodness do i have an eating disorder but it's not like an eating disorder like anemic or like binging or like bulimia or anything it's like Sometimes if I'm anxious, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I get anxious. I don't always get hangry. And I know that's not entirely unusual because I've talked to other people that when they're hungry, they're like, okay, I'm on edge. And that gets me feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. So then I want to eat. But I got to, into this thing where I was like, I don't want that to happen. So I want to like be nice and full yeah. so that I don't get anxious. So I think I started overeating mm-hmm. in like preparation of that. Yeah. And or if I wait too long to eat, I'm like ravenous and I eat so much and I've gained weight from that and it's been kind of discouraging. So that's another thing when I want to talk to my doctor and I'm like and so he does this whole like stress or like depression and anxiety. They have like a questionnaire thing. And he's like, yeah, you're you're kind of dealing on some stuff. He's like, you're still in a healthy BMI. Like, like, like you're doing good. And I said, I, well, I appreciated that. But I'm not as I mean, I, I would like to not be gaining weight, but I'm not as much like concerned about that. Like I'm like deadly sick. It's more the I don't want to have anxiety around food. And so he's like, well, we can adjust your your antidepressants, you know, but also and I'm like, but I don't want to rely on it. You know, I didn't sound like that to him, but I just like, I really like, I love it as a tool in my tool belt or toolbox or whatever, but like, I just didn't want to rely. So that's when I'm looking into starting therapy more to talk about that. And I think it's just that plus trying to get good sleep. Exercise really helps me feel better and being with my fans over here. And also I've had to cut some stuff out. Like I'm not doing as much caregiving except for overnight stuff. Um, so that was about a half hour talk. That was a good conversation. But that that was all I had to say. It was just like that is what I've dealt with. <clears throat> if y'all are out there dealing with it, you're not alone. And it was not exactly a step-by-step process. It's more of a conversation. But, you know, yeah. sometimes you got to use many things at your disposal. And also come in the Facebook group and post if you need encouragement. We'll pray for you. Oh, yeah. what join our cult (laughs) we are not a cult did you lovelies have any other thoughts on depression anxiety and also remember guys god pray about it have encouragement 
God is bigger than the boogeyman. He's bigger than Godzilla or the monsters on TV. Oh, God is bigger than the boogeyman. And he's watching out for you and me. That was the best way to end it. That's from VeggieTales, if y'all don't know it. If you're an adult and ever watch VeggieTales, go watch VeggieTales as your devotions. Yeah. It would just be like, teach, let it teach you about God. Can I recommend The Lord of the Beans? <coughs> this that one's great. Is not an ordinary bean. <laughs> I love it because it's like Legolas is Legolam. Legolam, Eericorn. Was there one that was Gimli? Grumpy. Yep. Oh, and when we cough, ahem, instead of Gollum, his name was ahem. My name is ahem for the sound I make with my throat. Ahem. (laughs) Anyways, um, yes, that was... Yeah. Also, if you're stressed, <laughs> if you're stressed or anxious, go watch Veggie Tales and Randolph. Randolph, son of Mandolph, keeper of the flame of Oli Lilith. You have left your detention. <laughs> and I love the elves. The other elves are Keebler elves. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> in the are. tree. Oh, and the sporks. Instead of the orcs. Oh, man, we got to watch that again. Okay, VeggieTales, Lord of the Beans, God is bigger than Boogeyman, and I feel you guys, if you're out there listening and anxious, depressed, like, you are so not alone in this world of college students, so many people would probably say they are, and it's okay if you have failed to get off an antidepressant, it's not really failing, that was mostly just uh, clickbait, but, (laughs) and also surround yourself with friends, talk to your doctor, get some therapy, uh, also, a lot of times that colleges have some free uh, therapy options or for a certain amount of times and pray Don't and watch Veggie Tales. No, nothing. Ignore me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, anything else, lovelies? Nope. You sure? Yep. <laughs> well, guys, go hit us up on Facebook, Christian College Girl Community. Come post what you're going through. We'll pray for you. I'll Actually, you. I should pray right now. Yes, please. Heavenly Father, anybody listening to this who is just like even halfway relating to this or in tears that someone else understands, please help them. I remember when I was really struggling before starting therapy and then also getting on meds and I was like, I just, my prayer for a couple times was just like, please send help. Like sometimes you get to the point you can't even get as specific. I was just like, Will you send help for this? I want to feel like I can handle life and also then live it to the fullest for you. But like, I'm just struggling. Just tell him that and then start with the very next tiniest step. Oh, wait, I am praying. I'm over here going into podcasting mode. I'm supposed to be praying. God, would you help them do the next step for just the tiniest next step to get some help? Uh, More options in their tool belt. If meds are an option, seek wise counsel and i just ask that you would strengthen and encourage them in the relationship with you through all this and please help you know them get support support health sleep um your wisdom and guidance in jesus name amen amen Amen. because don't forget god made you special and he loves you very much goodbye Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you 
take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who wants to get scholarships and avoid student loans just like you. Okay, now I'm off to hopefully play some Ultimate Frisbee. I'll meet you back here in a few days for another episode. Bye!